Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. Then we have spent some time on emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy, by my definition, is discussions about past pain. Now, again, this is not about the other person healing your past pain. I have been asked to do a presentation on Elder Holland's talk from conference this week, and his, among several others, discussed the concept and the miracle of healing. And throughout the entire conference for two days, we were all reminded that Christ is the healer, not a human, including your spouse. Your husband is not the one who's going to heal you. Contrary to the uh, common concepts that are passed on, I do appreciate the um, title helping her heal is not the same as healing her. I can be a nursemaid, but I'm not a surgeon. A nursemaid helps with healing, but isn't the one doing the complex process. So as you're sharing, your past pain, please relieve yourself of the expectation that he's the one who's going to be healing that pain. That is not how it works. He needs to be aware of it so that he can strategize ways to decrease the likelihood of you experiencing it again, otherwise known as the psychological process of being repentant. I broke the mirror. I'm aware that I broke the mirror. I can't fix the mirror because it's too complex for my limited brain, but I can make all the efforts to make sure I don't break the next mirror or piano as we were taught in the last conference. The husband cannot fix or replace the piano. He can only be supportive during the process. Yes, let me tell you why. Because you need to know how psychologically they are prepared for you to be in a relationship with any element of it where you're triggered. In a perfect world, it's unnecessary because you're 100% healed and you will never be triggered by anything ever again. Nod with me if that sounds glorious. Yes, okay, that's a nice idea, but it's unlikely. And so if a guy, um, take for instance something simple for me, it's not really trauma-based, but I chose to marry a woman who'd been married before and had a child from her first marriage. If that was withheld from me and I didn't have the opportunity to choose to take on any extra complication that came with, like the young man's father, biological father, etc., in the same way that it's not about um, uh, people holding sins against each other. It's, it really frustrates me. Some of you have heard husbands say, well, the bishop told me I didn't have to tell you about my pornography problem when I was in high school. Because once you are repentant of it, you don't have to tell anybody. All right. When you're taking on a spouse, you have a right to know what kind of complications you're taking on so that you know what kind of work. If someone's got diabetes, if someone, their mother um, died at 26 of breast cancer and she's likely to die at 30. Like if I'm marrying a woman who's likely to die at 30, I'd like to know, okay, I'd like to be able to psychologically, emotionally prepare myself for it. So um, it's, it's not so much about them judging you. It's about, and if they do, 
they've got to make some decisions about that. But each one of us come with it just, you don't want to just throw out the, the garbage onto the table. You also throw out your healing. Like I've been through some hard things, but I'm extremely resilient and capable. So I've recovered from them substantially. My mother died early from breast cancer, but I've done all these things to make sure that I won't. I've done my research. I've done my homework, et cetera, et cetera. And I've done things my mother didn't do. So you don't only give people bad news. If you're in the dating world, you talk about the good news too. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f- when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.